What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to the scorecard, the boxing scorecard, where I ask people to bring your scorecard and an explanation, not just simply your opinion. Um, yes, yes, the show, you can catch me, this show live every Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time, only on Talk and Fight channel on YouTube. If you can't catch the fight, the, can't catch the show live, you can catch it on any podcast platform from uh, TuneIn Radio to Spotify to Apple, Google, Google Podcasts and all that stuff. Any any podcast platform you can find it on. All right, good. Let's get right into it. So we had the WBO World Heavyweight Championship last night. Um, Joe the Juggernaut Joyce versus Christian Hammer from Germany. Um, starting with Mr. Hammer first. He's only 34 years old me on the right but uh, it's a hard 34 you know he's had some uh, some tough fights so he's only 34 but it's it's a, it's a hard 34 his record is 27 wins with 17 knockouts and 10 losses um and on the left we had we have the juggernaut who is 30 yeah that's that's the thing that sticks out about joe joyce he's 36 years old um so you know, and as I always say, in in uh, in real life terms, thirty six years old is not old, but in in athlete terms, thirty six is is definitely past your prime uh, as far as physically. So, but the thing about Joe Joyce, he doesn't have a lot of, you know, for lack of a better term, a lot of kilometers on his body. So he's not he's not the average thirty six year old, especially in boxing. Um, he started late, so even though he's thirty six, it's it's a, it's a fresher thirty six than 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 his opponent's thirty four year thirty four years old. Um, Joe Joyce's record is fourteen and zero with thirteen knockouts. Um, and it's it's funny because he's a technician, but his knockouts don't necessarily come from one punch knockouts. It's more from from the pressure that he puts on on people. And we're gonna get into those details. Um, just a little bit about the opponent, Christian Hammer. He's more what, what you'd be, what you would consider a, a C-level opponent. Um, he's fought some tough guys. He got stopped by Tyson Fury back in 2015. He's lost unanimous decisions to to Tony Yoka and and Frank Sanchez, some very good heavyweights. Um, so he's hung in there with some of them, but was not able to to, to beat them. His best win was against David Price, um, who was good at the time that he beat him. Um, so hammer, you know, tough competitor, but, uh, not, not, not a level. Um, and Joe Joyce, man, this guy's something else. He's, he already has 14 fights. He already has some, some good names on his record. He beat uh, former heavy, former champions, Bermain Stavern, Bryant Jennings. And, uh, and just recently he stopped Daniel Dubois. Um, so, you know, he's, he's, he's again, the question that 36 years old is kind of question mark, but he's a, he's a, a fresh 36 as you could say, um, there was really no no need to, to to score this fight. A lot of a lot of I see a lot of people giving the first round to uh, to Christian Hammer. Um, I couldn't really see that because I, he did land. That, that that's the one concerning thing. Hammer did land uh, um, a few overhand rights on um, on the juggernaut. They didn't phase him, but um, he did land land a few ones. So that's that's one thing that that uh, Joe Joyce is gonna have to look for, um, but not enough. I didn't think it was enough to give Hammer the first round, and it's it's his pressure. Joe Joyce he puts he he puts more pressure than the average heavyweight. Like the pace that he throws at is more than than the average heavyweight. He doesn't waste any punches. 
um, but he's very consistent. He's very consistent with his pressure because if he's not if he's not throwing punches, he's right in your face, making it look like he's about to do something or ready for you to try to do something. So, and if you don't do something, he's gonna pop you with something. So, he's the pace that he keeps up. That's the, he, he's able to to wear guys down, and it's, it's exactly what um, <clears throat> what happened last night. Um, Hammer went down in um, in in the third round, one time in the third round, and then three times in the in the fourth round. Joyce's pressure again. I was talking about Joyce's pressure. Um, it's not too often that you see. Uh, an older fighter out, you know, wear down the younger fighter, you know, and that's, again, that's the mystery about this 36 year old, how, you know, how much can he keep it up? Cause even though, like I said, hammer is, is a C level fighter, but even the, the, the B plus or a level, a minus level fighters that Joe Joyce has fought earlier um, and got rid of again, you know, Bermain's to Brian Jennings, Dubois, Dubois still on his way up, but it's still tough, a tough competitor. You know, he 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 looks he's he's he was the older fighter in all of those fights, except for maybe Stavern. He's probably the same age as Stavern. Um, but uh, again, it's 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 his extra pace and the pressure that he keeps up for a heavyweight that um, that uh, that separates him from the rest of them. What he does specifically is he's able to, to land his cross hand. So he's the orthodox. It was crossing would be his his right hand from specifically four different angles, depending on on what the opponent like. You can you can land the cross right down the middle. You can land the, the to the side, not a not a wide hook, but throwing it just a little bit to the outside of, of, of the guard, still coming to the chin. You can land the overhand, and of course you can stand come in come in with that uppercut. Joe Joyce mixes those up very consistently. And and it, they're not all hard punches, but because they're so consistent, and and if you don't have a, 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 a if your defense is not airtight, you and you keep getting hit with those, that's what starts to wear down. And then in the third third round when he dropped him, and then of course when he started mixing mixing it up to the body, that was just the, the that was just the, the the ending. And Hammer just couldn't take take the onslaught again. It wasn't it wasn't specifically one punch that. Uh, that uh that's that he stopped him with it was just the the the, the accumulate accumulation of the consistency right so um what's next for for joe joyce oh, oh, oh we got a comment here from my man adari pennant there is much better qualities of heavyweights now that the klitschko's era now than in the klitschko's era yes yes that is a very good point um and i'm glad you brought that up because the uh, the one thing, you know, when when Tyson Fury fought uh, uh, Klitschko back in 2015, you know, the one thing people people say is that Klitschko was was uh, he was a champion for 11 years, but you know nobody could hardly anybody can mention what level of you know what opponents that he fight in those 11 years. Um, you know, there's a reason why that that. Uh, they wouldn't even put him on TV. Just think about that. The heavyweight champion of the world, but an HBO or, or Showtime, none of the major networks would even waste their time putting any of his fights on TV. Um, just to show you the level of opponents that that he was going through. And Klitschko, much respect to him. Both of the brothers, you know, they're both Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Fame uh, fighters. 
Um, their resumes speak for themselves. They did fight the best of the best at their time. Um, but during that, you know, that, that the early 2000s era, from like 2000, early 2000s up until 2015, um, yeah, the, the level of competition was, was not the best. So uh, when he fought uh, Fury at 39 years old with gray hair, um, you know, it was it was a different different passing of the torch. Um, so, yeah. Uh, getting back to the fight, though, what's, what is next for Joe Joyce? You know, the heavyweight division is uh, is is pretty wide open now. Um, we still, you know, Tyson Fury, he's 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 thinking about coming back. I don't know how true that is, but we'll see what goes on with that. Um, the rematch with Anthony Joshua. And my man from the Ukraine, Alexander Usyk, is uh, coming up in August. We'll see what happens with that. Um, other than that, you know, there's there's other guys that are that are on the rise. Tony Yoka from France is an up and coming heavyweight. Um, he won the gold medal in 2016, I believe, at the Olympics. Um, but he's making a name for himself now on his way up, uh, looking good. So he should he should be on the scene in a minute. You also got uh, Daniel Dubois who Joe Joyce beat a little while ago, but um, is still one of the top guys at the heavyweight division. Um, you got Jared Anderson from the, from the U.S., who is a lighter heavyweight, but with skills uh, um, and and could do some damage at the heavyweight division. Uh, Lawrence O'Coley right now is, is, a, is a cruiserweight, um, but he's smashing all these guys. We'll see if he can take the, 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 the Usyk route and clean out the cruiserweight division and move up to heavyweight. Um, what else we got here? Another comment from uh, Mr. Pennant. Uh, the WBC bridgeweight division needs to be scrapped and necessary pure garbage. You know, yeah, they're they're not they're not really doing a good job of um of promoting this uh this bridgeweight division because to be honest with you, I didn't even until you just mentioned it right there, I I forgot even about all about it. Like nobody, I don't know, I know um two guys fought for it um. And off the top of my head, I could I picture their faces, but off the top of my head, I forget their names. They they had a a, a Bridger weight ch- a belt a couple of months ago, um, but um, it was a Canadian guy against. Uh, anyways, that, that just goes to show you. You guys know how much I follow boxing. I can't even don't even know who the champion is at this Bridger weight division. Uh, what else we got here? What else we got here? Can you imagine a future fight between Jared Anderson and Daniel Dubois? Yes, that um, that that's definitely something that uh, that that I could envision happening. Um, probably right if it happens anytime soon, it would you know financially probably be better at uh, uh, in the UK in that in that big. I don't know if it'd be I don't know if it's a, it's a Wembley Stadium big enough fight yet, but. You know, uh, 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 a lot of people. You know, UK they love they love their boxing out there. I'm not sure if Jared Anderson um, would be enough of a ticket seller over over here in North America for it to be worthwhile for Daniel Dubois to come over here for that fight. Um, and I'm pretty sure Jared Anderson has already fought over in the UK already, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, man, uh, Oscar Rivas, yes, yes, yes. Oscar Rivas is the the Bridgerweight champion. And um, he fought. Uh, he fought the Canadian. Shoot, I should know this. Wow, he fought the Canadian for that for that for that scrap. But anyway, Oscar Rivas, who actually trains out of Montreal, shout out to Canada. Um, 
yeah, Oscar Rios, who trains out of Montreal, is the Bridgerweight, is the Bridgerweight champion right now. Um, Oscar Rios had some some tough matches with um, Dylan White, and uh, yeah, you know, Oscar Rios in general was a, a later half of the top ten, later half of the top ten heavyweight. Brian Jennings, no, it wasn't Brian Jennings that he fought. It was a, a Canadian uh, um, from I think from Nova Scotia, something like that, or Halifax. Um, anyways, yeah, look, as soon as the show's done, Ryan Roziki, yes, that who it was, Ryan Roziki, thank you very much, my man Vinny. Um, Ryan Roziki and Oscar Rivas fought for the first Bridge of Weight uh championship, and uh, Oscar Rivas is the champion right now. Um, so yeah, that's that's but again, at 36 years old, how how Bar can uh, can Joe Joyce bring it back to the champion here, or bring it back to the competitor here? How how much can he handle? Uh, Justice Hooney versus Jared Anderson would be a great fight. Justice Hooney, where is he from again? Why is that name not coming to to, to give me give me a brief? I'll, I'll look him up. I'll look him up, but give me his his, his quick background on Mister Hooney because I'm not familiar with the with that name unless that's an, that's an abbreviation. Uh, thank you very much for your comments, though. Uh, 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 Justice Huni is an Australian professional boxer who has held the Australian heavyweight title since 2020. As an amateur, he won a bronze medal at the 2019 World Championships. Thank you very much for that information. That is, that is the exact information that I look up whenever I research fighters to to check their background, you know, real quick. I always look to see if they did anything as as an amateur too. Uh, just because you did something as an amateur doesn't automatically mean that you're going to be successful as a professional. But um, it just it just does show you know a little bit of it does help to to you know with your experience level. Um, so you won a bronze at the world championship in 2019. Uh, in 2019, he has the Australian championship. Uh, he defeats Justin defeats Australian compatriot joseph gadal by unanimous points decision in brisbane okay okay um all right okay okay so from what i see so far he um okay this justice this is Sunni guy i gotta do a little bit more research on him i want to actually watch him so i can physically see his uh his his good attributes his good attributes good or good or bad and uh, and go from there but um you know as of right now what's uh yeah, and and because it seems like they're both in their, um, you know, at the as far as Justice and uh, and Jared Anderson, they're both on the rise up. So uh, yeah, it would make sense to, to make that happen. Um, Joe Joyce versus Martin Bacoli would be fireworks next. Uh, yeah, I, I mean again, in 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 the, in the UK, that would definitely be a, a, a big fight. But Martin Bacoli, that's not the same as. Uh, Oh no! Obviously not. Yeah, that's. I was thinking Lawrence Ocoli, right? That's that's the different guy. Lawrence Ocoli is at cruiserweight. Martin Bacoli, he's um, he's at uh, he's already at, at at heavyweight, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I love it. I love the 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 comments in the chat. Thank you very much for um for interacting. Helps the show go along. You know, I love it when people ask questions and help out. So shout out to Adari Pennant. Of course, shout out to Talk and Fight. For helping out with, with the research and uh yeah oops press the button 
So yeah, um, what else we got? What else we got? I'm very interested to see. Yeah, you see this. I specifically put this picture here because this is kind of uh, uh, of the expression that uh, that Mr. Hammer had. You know, going into them third and fourth rounds, he's like, "Man, what do you want me to do?" That's that's that that's that look. Like, man, I'm trying. Like, this guy's just beating me up. Like, I'm like, "What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do?" <laughs> um, so he was trying. Yeah, Mr. Hammer, he was trying. It's not that he was he was giving up. He was trying hard. Um, it's just that Joe Joyce was uh, was putting it on him, man. That uh, again, I know I'm repeating myself, but this it, it, specifically the way he was mixing up. I mentioned before the 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 four different ways that he landed, the four different ways that that he landed uh, his cross from right down the middle to a little bit to the side to a couple of overhands and bringing in the the uppercut. After that was was opening him up, then he started coming down to the body. Which which make your opponent drop their hands each time because they're not sure if you're coming up here or down here, and just opens up your opponent even more, and then uh, and then the pressure just just took him out, especially when he threw one hard one to the body. What else we got? Frankie Sanchez versus George Joyce would also be interesting. Yes, yes, yes. Frank, that's I mentioned that before as um, as uh, the, the the future of the heavyweight division, along with uh, with Tony Yoka, Daniel Dubois, Jared Anderson. And um, and Frankie Sanchez is definitely one of those guys that uh, that that is the future of the heavyweight division. Um, you th you think he's ready for Joe Joyce right now? Well, again, Joe Joyce needs to needs to at the, again at 36 years old. He needs to get all the big fights that he can right now. There's no there's no wasting time in 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 Joe Joyce's career. So um, like in some cases, like you know, it, it, if you're you're 23 24 years old you know some your, your your promoter your coach might say you know this guy you know you could fight this guy right now but let's let's wait a little bit let's get a little bit more experience um maybe wait two three years have a couple of fights you know some some good sparring sessions against some tough stuff competitors to to get some more experience and then you'll test that guy um later on but at 36 years old, I mean, there's not, you know, you know, time to waste. Not, not a lot of time to waste. So very interested to see how Joe Joyce's career is um, is going to go on, especially he's being fast-tracked. Um, has to be fast-tracked, you know, slowing down now. So very interested to see how the next couple of years go in the heavyweight division. Um, all right, man, there you have it. Any more questions in the chat before I sign off? Once again, shout out to the Talk and Fight channel, only on YouTube. Catch the show live. Derek Chisor versus Jarrell Miller would be fireworks. Uh, Gerald Miller. Um, Derek Chisor, man, he's, he's, he's them legend workhorses. Derek Chisor is always going to give you a good fight, whether, you know, I was going to say whether he wins or loses. Past couple of years, it's more on the losing part. But even even in his fights that he's losing he's he's an exciting competitor shout out to Derek Chisora um Gerald Miller yeah yeah that like that fight like Chisora versus Miller would be like a a good undercard not co-main event not even co-main event but like maybe the third card before the main event just to get the, the get get the crowd going because any fight with Derek Chisora is gonna be is gonna be exciting like he's like the yeah, he's he's one of the most exciting fighters in that in in the in boxing just because of his fighting style. Like he's he's coming to fight. 
He's coming to fight. He's not coming to box you. He's he's coming to fight. <laughs> Shout out to Derek Chisora. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you have it, man. Again, every Sunday live, 9:30 a.m. Eastern time, only on Talk and Fight YouTube channel. If you can't catch it live, catch it on any podcast platform that you can listen to. Um, thank you for all the comments. The scorecard, bring your scorecard and an explanation. Later on today, we're gonna have the knockout of the week with my man Mike Orr at four. And of course, Monday through Friday, we got my man Mike Orr at four and myself, most of the time myself, but Mike's gonna be there 100 percent of the time. Um, giving you the 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 up-and-coming boxers that uh, you might not heard of yet, but uh we try to we try to bring them out first and talk about first Daniel Dubois versus Frankie Sanchez would also be great yeah man every single every single mention that you you know every single fight that you put in there uh, um would would be great undercards um matter of fact I'm not sure if they made the undercard yet for Anthony Joshua and Alexander Usyk um if anybody knows what the undercard for that one would be I'm assuming usually on the big heavyweight pay-per-view fights They'll usually have another somewhat big heavyweight fight. Um, if someone could look that up real quick and put it in the chat, please let me know what what is the undercard for um, for Anthony Joshua and Alexander Usyk the rematch, which is in August, August twentieth, I believe. Because um, any of these fights would be a great undercard. Yeah, Dubra versus Sanchez, Chisora versus Miller. Sanchez versus Joyce. Well, Joyce just fought last night, so he's not going to find an undercard. Joyce is at the level. Joyce is at the level now where he's not necessarily doing uh, um, uh, um, co-main events or undercards. He's he's one of those guys. He's he's at the level now where he's 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 the main event. You know, maybe not the the man, if he fights uh, uh, um, Josh Wayne guys, he might be the B side. But you know, he's he's fighting main events. So what do we got here? Lawrence Okoli versus versus Dylan Prasovich. Oh, this is the undercard. Okay, Lawrence Okoli. He's the cruiserweight versus he's fighting for the WBO cruiserweight title. Callum Smith versus Lennon Castillo. Okay, okay, okay. Callum Smith versus Lennon Castillo. Okay, that should be interesting. Campbell Hatton, Ricky Hatton's son, versus Maxim Prodom. Uh, 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 Christopher Ousley versus Kassam Bias Groff and Daniel Lappin versus Paul Martinyuk. All right, all right, all right. The one that I'm going to be looking for is Lawrence Okoli um, versus Mr. Dylan Prasovich for the WBO Cruiserweight title. Um, I'll pay attention because, again, Lawrence Okoli, um, it's it's very it's very tricky moving from as i think one of the the hardest divisions to move up in is going from cruiserweight to heavyweight um yeah we already talked about this whole uh, uh michael hunter joseph parker yeah yeah again another great undercard fight um i talked before about uh that bridger weight division that they got that's still not really established yet so i don't know i'm just i'm just going still thinking that the, the toughest jump from um what about Florian Marku? I like him. He's a boxer. What about him though? The toughest jump in boxing is going from cruiserweight to uh to heavyweight. Lawrence Okoli right now is on the path where he's he's smashing all these all these cruiserweights. Um it, it, just just when you're moving up to heavyweight, you know, you're fighting them big boys. 
you better make sure your defense is tight. You better make sure your defense is tight, especially if you're the smaller guy, because when you move up to heavyweight, there's no limit. You know, when you're in a smaller division that you're moving up in weight classes, there's there's limits to, to each how much your opponent can weigh. When you move from cruiserweight to heavyweight, there's no limit. You can weigh whatever you want. So you better make sure your head movement is good and your defense is tight. Well, the head movement is included in the defense, obviously. But yeah, 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 yeah. You better make sure your defense is tight. So Lawrence Okoli, very interested to see what he's going to be. Um Florian Marcoux was featured on Knuckle Up. Yes, he definitely was. Florian Marcoux, um, very exciting fighter. I think he was a former kickboxer too, and he brought his following from from his other sport to boxing because, uh, uh, um, yeah, he has a, a, a strong crowd presence whenever he fights, specifically talking about Florian Marcoux. Um, strong crowd presence, and he fights in a, in a crowd-pleasing style. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Florian Marcoux. All right, man. There you have it. Uh, you can hit me up on any social media at Cedric Sports, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that. Talk and fight. All right, man. I'll see y'all next week. Peace.